0: No, baby, that's for somebody else. We just couldn't keep you right where you're at right now. God, five, five. It doesn't matter what you think. The wrestling day. realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H, a special NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Post show. So, you know, I promised 2019 was going to be a bigger and better year for Break It Down with Brian H. for the wrestling realm. So, guess what? I'm giving you a post show for NXT TakeOver. And yes, you can expect a post show for the Royal Rumble. I might not be on that one by myself. Just be sure to tune in. So, we saw NXT take over in Phoenix, the home of the 2019 Royal Rumble. So I would say I'm going to talk about, y'all know when I do these post shows, I go backwards. I don't start from the beginning and work my way through the card. I go backwards. I start with the match of the night or the main event. And guess what? I'm going to do the match of the night. And that is Johnny Gargano defeating Royal. Ricochet to become the new North American champion. Yes, he is the new North American champion of NXT. What a match. You know, the thing I loved about it, it wasn't a whole bunch of flippity-flop, flippity-flop spots. Of course, they were in there, but it was great storytelling. Johnny Gorgano, the facial expressions. This guy is phenomenal, folks. If you haven't been watching, which I'm pretty sure you have, I enjoy watching Johnny wrestling because he can get you emotionally invested when you go back to his matches with Tommaso Ciampa, even his match with Aleister Black, you get emotionally invested. You know, you want to see you either root for this guy or when he decided to turn heel, you root against him because you just did not like his attitude. And then there's Ricochet. I got to ask this question, folks. You know, I know there's a lot of talk about, dare say, a black WWE champion. And Ricochet, I believe, is a man of color. I believe he's black. He's light-skinned. Is he the guy? Let's take away the size. If you're not counting size and what we are traditionally used to from the WWE, can Ricochet be a WWE champion? You know, that's what I want to know. But let's get to the match. You know these two back and forth. Johnny Gorgano winning the title. Um, it was points in time. I didn't think he was gonna win. And you look at the referee Drake when Gorgano pulled back the floor mats to expose the concrete, expose the floor that like he did in the non-sanction match with Tommaso Ciampa, You started to wonder. Okay, is he gonna hit this DDT on Ricochet? And I remember Jake the Snake saying that if you, when Vince McMahon wanted him to do the DDT, I want to say it was on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on the floor. He said, man, that's going to kill him. You know, and it's always like, that is one of the most devastating moves. Damien, dinner time. And... Mm -hmm. So I'm watching that, and you see the referee, and you start to wonder, is he really going to throw the match if he hits a DDT on the floor? Somebody check the WWE rulebook and tweet me at Brian H. Waters or at Wrestling Rome. Let me know, is that possible? Can he do that? So, you know, I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. But nonetheless, you know, it didn't end that way. It would end with uh, Gorgano hitting uh, his finisher inside the ring, one Two, three, it was over. And I was, you know, I was happy. I picked with my pre-show with my boy Blake Thomas, which you can follow at It's Blizz. I had picked Gorgano to lose because I felt he's going to go on to take over Brooklyn and win the title there at WrestleMania weekend. He's going to win the big belt. But no, he didn't. He won this title. Like I said, I thought it was a great match. Then the next match of the night. The women, folks. Yes, the women. Bianca Belair goes into this match undefeated at 10-0-2 against the Queen of Spades, Shayna two times. Shayna Baszler, who goes into this match 13 and two. And what a night! So I got a full full transparency. I'm sitting here watching this with my daughter, who will be four this week. Um, and you know, I, I told her to go to bed, and she, you know, she know Daddy like wrestling, and I gave her it's like, okay, the women on, you know, I let her watch it. So I said, you want to watch this match? Yeah, okay. So she rooting for Bianca Belair. I'm rooting for Bianca Belair. Pick Shana to win, obviously. Um, but I start I'm watching the match. I see Shayna putting a hurt in on Bianca, you know, and then she's, you know, choking or doing a lot of these moves, but she, you know, you could see the pain in Bianca's face. And then it looked as if, you know, Bianca started getting momentum, but one, oh, before I get there, one of the things she did was she used Bianca Belair's hair against her when she like, pulled it from around the post and pulled her. And I was like, ooh. And I had just tweeted at Wrestling Realm. I had just tweeted, wait till Bianca starts using the hair. And then, sure enough, the hair gets used on her. And I was like, man, oh, man. But, you know, and the two would go back and forth. And I'm just sitting there emotionally invested. And then when Bianca Belair was able to hit her finisher. All of a sudden, the referee, Lady Jess Ref Jessica Carr, was bumped. Folks, I believe this is the first time we've seen Jessica, Lady Jess, the ref take a bump. Shout out to Jesse. Used to be, she's right here from Baltimore, Maryland. Grew up in Baltimore. Uh, at least I know that. I uh, went to MCW Pro Wrestling along with Patrick Clark, who is now known as Velveteen Dream and Leo Rush. But I'm sitting here, and I was like, oh, man, she took a bump. And it just that that emotion, folks. You know the person you're rooting for has the opportunity to win, but no, because there's no ref to count her out. And then here comes Shayna's posse. And as they started to get into the ring, you see Bianca Belair fighting them off, and then she's going back at Baszler. But then Baszler would get her in the choke. And Bianca used her strength to get up and she got her in again and then again. And I'm watching this. So by now I'm like, okay, she's she's going to lose. Please don't tap out. Just please don't tap out. It's just something like I'm old school to a point where I love a good pass out because it doesn't happen all the time. And it's like you would pass out then let your pride allow you to tap out. That to me shows toughness because – And Shayna Baszler said it. She said, no matter how good you are, the EST, it don't matter. You still need oxygen. And at the end, there was not enough oxygen. Ring the bell. Call it. It's over. Bianca Belair no longer undefeated. And it made sense, folks. I know there's people out there, Bianca Belair fans out there, who wanted her to win the title tonight. And that would have been great. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I would have loved to see it But I understand why it did not happen. It's just not time yet. You build the story. You had these girls in a fear. So now what I want to see is on the next few weeks of NXT, I want to see Bianca Belair go through both of them and then take out Baszler. I want to see a match where they're not allowed at ringside. And then I want to see her defeat Shayna Baszler and win the title in New York. It's not time for her to go to um, the main roster. That would be nice, but no, it's not time yet. Um, let's see, you know. Um, but what a match, and then I love that you know we saw the uh post match um celebration. So, man, let's move on now. Let's move on to the main event. We can talk about it now. Tomasa Ciampa successful over Alistair Black. I gotta admit, I was talking with my boy The Shark for Sean Williams. Shout out to him. Make sure you check out his podcast, The Shark Attack. I know I do a lot of plugging on here because I want you not only listen to me, I want you to listen to my friends as well. Um, but I was listening to his, uh, you know, I mean, we was talking, as we always do when Wrestling On, and I said, you know what, I'm just not feeling this match. And it wasn't that it was not that it was a bad match, because it was good, but those other matches, I mean, the two I just named, and then the tag team match, they took so much out of me. And, and like Blake and I was saying on the pre-show, certain matches now, it's like, whoa, you need a calm down break. But, you know, and Black and Chompa, they did their deal. Um... But, you know, after a while, like, I kind of had to regroup doing it. And then afterwards, you know, I was into it. But Tommaso Ciampa, still your NXT champion. uh, And that dude is on top of the world. He's holding the title. He's uh, great. And one of the things I like what he said was, kids aren't going to be dreaming about their WrestleMania moment. They're going to be dreaming about their takeover moment. That's the thing. Since he's been champion, he has made that title. Seem more important than any other title. That is why he has been the number one heel in the business. That stuff like that. Now we have Daniel Bryan coming up, but and you know I believe Glenn said this, uh, Glenn and Corey and Champ Creed said this on Rexland Marks of Excellence that Champa is the number one heel in the business, with Daniel Bryan being number two. Um, you know, and you can make an argument in 2018. At one point it was Randy Orton, the stuff he was doing with Jeff Hardy, the sadistic stuff, and you know, but right now, man, Ciampa's just been so consistent. He's so believable. Um, you don't root for him. Um, the whole thing with Johnny Gorgano, you wasn't rooting for Ciampa because you was rooting against him. And it wasn't cool. You know, he had everybody booing him. And you know, like I said, him and Alice the Black, they put on a hell of a show, a hell of a match. It's just that for me personally, it wasn't necessarily one of my favorite matches. But it doesn't mean it was a bad match. But then, at the end, after he won, I'm watching. And one thing I've learned about NXT, you do not turn it off when the credits go off. You wait until that screen goes full black. Because he stood at the top and then suddenly Johnny Gargano came out with his... Newly won North American championship. And the the two looked at each other. And we all remember over eight, mm, 12, 18, almost two years, 18 months, two years, almost two years ago, when those two were standing at the top after they had just lost the titles. And then it was Ciampa beating up Gorgano. And the real Dwayne Allen said, I wish he was doing a show around that time. He said, "Mm, NXT just made two new stars. And to me, this was a part where that part, that statement from my brother came full circle because I saw the two stars. I saw Champa as your NXT world champion, Gorgano as your NXT North American champion. And the two looked, just didn't, didn't say a word, and they both held up their titles, leaving you with questions. Are these guys back together? Like Gorgano said, "Don't get you know. Last time, don't don't feed into it. But are these guys alliance allegiance, or are we gonna be set up for a title versus title match in Brooklyn? I don't know. Only time will tell. So, like I said, what a match, man! What a match. God, I mean, what a night uh, tonight. Like I said, to me, the night just belonged to Johnny Gorgano. There's no other way to explain it. And let's move on." To the tag team championship match. Now, full transparency, I watched this match, um, but then I was out and had to get my daughter. By the time I got back in the house where I wasn't watching it was allowing it to play while the car was driving. I wasn't watching I was allowing it to play. But not when I had the baby in a car. Um, I saw that we had new tag team champions. The War Raiders are your new champions, defeating the Undisputed Era. But I saw most of the matches. It's literally on while I'm recording this podcast. And, you know, just what a match, man. These two, I mean, I saw uh, Roe, I think, or Hanson. Uh, forgive me because I get the two mixed up. Um, You know, I saw him fly. But he missed. It took a nasty spill outside. But one of the things I love about this was the War Raiders entrance. Um. I know we have Game of Thrones starting approximately around the same time as the Royal Rumble tomorrow. I'm um, not sure if that's necessary. I knew it was these guys were getting ready for war. That's what I did know. Um, and this is another one I got to give a shout-out to the real Dwayne Allen. If you've been paying attention, if you've been following the wrestling realm since our existence in 2011, then you may have remembered that around 2012-ish, 13-ish, when the real Dwayne Allen wrote one of his realness reports, he reported on, at the time they were named uh, War Machine, he reported on these guys. And to the point, one of them retweeted it, and I believe they followed him. And he said, These are guys to watch out for. Um, and sure enough, you know, one of the things I like is they're so agile. This is not heavy machinery, they're much better. No offense. Um, I don't buy heavy machinery. I just see, honestly, yes, stakes, wakes, and shakes, and all that. But I'm not necessarily, like, I gotta watch their matches. War Machine, they just, it's just something classic about these guys. Like, this dude just hit a Bronco Buster on Roderick Strong. And I'm like, sheesh, you know. Um, you see somebody that big and that agile coming after you, that's not fair. Um, and now... They are your NXT tag team champions. Woo. That division is in trouble. Who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat these guys? And last, I'm going to close out the show with Matt Riddle defeating Cassius. Oh, no. Matt Riddle, you know, he was undefeated coming in. And Cassius, oh, no, hasn't won on TakeOver and still hasn't. But one of the things I liked about this was Ono tapped after being struck, after many strikes? We see tap-outs during submissions, but how often do we see tap-outs during strikes? When somebody's just beat you up so bad, you just like, all right, that's enough. That That is enough. So, I thought that was good. Um, you know, the, the didn't have to be a five-star match, but, you know, the storytelling's there. The two had an issue, and it got personal, and we saw Matt Riddle, and, like, uh, Blake said on uh, the other night was don't want to make the bro mad the bro is usually chills and he wasn't chills on this night so I want to see what's next for him where does uh, Matt Riddle go from here uh, is he next to challenge Johnny Gorgano um, but I'm also interested you know about the NXT product man I'm interested to see who's coming up uh, and what I mean coming up who's going to be on the next takeovers you know, will we get a guy like Keith Lee on a next takeover? Will we get a girl like Mia Yim? Um, Dakota, well, Dakota Kai's hurt. Um, you know who uh, who's next in line? That is what I'm interested in seeing. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to wrap up. So, uh, if you're listening before the Royal Rumble airs, get ready for the Royal Rumble. Uh, let me know your predictions. Send them in. Um, and if you haven't done so, check out the previous show. Obviously. We did the TakeOver preview and the Royal Rumble preview in the same show. So, you know, with on-demand features, you can fast forward. Um, but if you're listening and this is the middle of the week, check out the Royal Rumble post show. Um, so make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm on YouTube. i uh, Apple Podcasts. I guess I can't call it iTunes anymore. Call it Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Stitcher and Spotify, along with Cast, Radio FM. We're there, folks, Anchor. And guess what? If you want to, if you want to support the wrestling realm, go to Anchor and, you know, donate a dollar, two, or three, $5, ten, twenty, 10, 20, whatever, whatever's on your heart, desire. Um, let me know that you did. Definitely give you a shout out and an appreciation. Um, so, that'll do it. I'm Brian H. Waters. This is the Wrestling realms. Break it down with Brian H. Like I said, folks, appreciate you tuning in. Until the next time, so long, everybody.